I'm Katie. And I'm Kay. And you're listening to the Babes of Quinny podcast. Diamond Physiotherapy, from the very beginning, set out to challenge traditional physiotherapy by reconnecting people with their bodies, both physically and mentally. The team at Diamond Physiotherapy is dedicated to treating the whole person. They have the resources and tools to treat immediate injuries and often address the root cause. They recognize that every client has unique goals and challenges. No matter what the challenge may be, they will create an individualized treatment plan using the services they offer, including physiotherapy, vestibular rehabilitation, and psychotherapy. To learn more and get a treatment plan that works works for you, visit diamondphysiotherapy.ca and follow them on Facebook and Instagram at Diamond Physiotherapy. Summer has flown by. You know what? What? It's the perfect time to get back into things, including going for routine dental hygiene appointments at Family Dental Center. That is such a good idea because going for routine dental hygiene checks at FDC will help remove calculus and tartar buildup, provide early cavity detection, catch small issues before they come major, and screen for oral cancer. You can book your dental hygiene appointment at the Family Dental Center in Belleville, Frankfurt, or Coburg by visiting FamilyDentalCenter.com make sure you follow them on Facebook and Instagram at FDC Family. Events on the Rocks is all about helping you truly live in the moments that matter by removing the stress from events of any size. Ashley, the mastermind behind Events on the Rocks, loves the hospitality industry. She founded the business to offer custom event planning services and day of coordination, ensuring your events are smooth and stress-free. But that's not all. Events on the Rocks has a one-of-a-kind mobile full-service bar that can roll up to any event, leaving your guests in awe with an array of cocktails, mocktails, and mouth-watering snacks. You can learn more about Events on the Rocks and meet Ashley at the 2023 Quinty Wedding Show on October 22nd. Purchase advanced tickets at eventsontherocks.com and make sure to follow Events on the Rocks on Facebook and Instagram at events underscore on the rocks. You have listened to us talk about the amazing experience we had and the wonderful people we met at Brazen 2023. Now it's time to mark your calendar for Brazen 2024, hosted by Simple Desk. This full day experiential event for women by women is happening on May 31st, 2024 at Cherry Val in Picton. It's a day full of networking, support, delicious food, giveaways, vendor booths, and an inspiring panel of female entrepreneurs sharing their inspiring stories. Tickets go on sale November 1st. For more information, visit simpledesk.ca slash brazen and follow brazen on instagram at brazen events one it's been 30 seconds but it's actually been a week we're back we're back as you may know we're in a time machine because i'm a, i'll be in france right now you are in france i'm in france do we I'm have on. an estimated like where you are in france at this point i'll be in saint malo going to bordeaux Oh, that's not, that's what the, they do wine in Bordeaux. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So that's, I'll be in a car driving. Beautiful. Or, I don't know, time chains, you know. Crazy. Somebody's driving. Someone's driving or maybe I'm sleeping. I don't know what time it is. No idea. We're listening to this, oh, yeah, but like I'm on your time zones. Um, so we're recording this very early. Of France. Yes. Um, one of my favorite sponsors is also in France. Dr. Yasmin. Dr. Yasmin was in France um, and she was posting a bunch of stuff uh, to her personal page with her beautiful children. They're beautiful. Like, like holy shit. Yeah. And um, what's her husband's name? I don't know. I can. I know he did fitness. Fitness with. I don't know. Well, anyways, hot. Yeah, hot piece of man. <laughs> 
I hot, like, fi- hot, hot couple. Like, just like, like crazy. Whole, like, I'm just like, you're all just very beautiful people. Yeah, Anyways, they're in France. Up. And she was posting things from France. And I was like, oh my God, Katie's going to France. And I was like, do you have any places that you recommend? And she was like, where is she going? She's like, I'm going to email you guys a list. <laughs> I love that. Thank you. So you're getting a list you, from Dr. Dr. Yaz of places that are lovely in France. Oh uh, yeah, because I'll say we don't we have like a rough itinerary. We're gonna do the hop on hop off bus tour. Fun. Because my friend my friend Jackie who travels a lot and her family travels a lot, her dad always makes them do one. Yeah. Why and not? we fly out at five forty five PM. Mm-hmm. I would have not shown this chosen this flight, but it's the cheapest because but we get in at 7.30 a.m. Mm-hmm. and we can't check in to where we're staying until 3.30. So we have to stay away. Oh, fuck. Which is, it's better. I think it's better to well, get acclimatized. Get... You just have to stay awake, but it's going to suck. Yeah, that's not going to be fun. Do you sleep on planes? Yeah, I'll sleep on the plane. But it's only eight hours and I probably won't sleep the whole time. So, And I probably have to stay up late tonight to get some work done before I go. So it, it, it's going to be a crazy... Send me things. Don't, do not be working. No, my goal is to not work while I'm there. What I'm hoping I'm not working right now. I'm just got my iPad. I'm manifesting it. Just forward me emails. Yeah, it'll be fine. Like, can you just have them forwarded to me automatically? Probably. I'm gonna put you in my in my away response, but thank you. Um, it's I'm excited. I'm excited for you. Yeah. I can, can we get like daily updates on the yeah. babes feed? If ever, if you're okay with that, of course I am. Okay. Babes Yo, take the world over. Babe takes, here we take go. the world over. Babes yeah. traveling. Babes traveling. Babes abroad. Um, no, I think it'll be good. I think I it's going to be lovely vacation. for you guys and mm. just like to get away from everything yes. and not have to worry about any of the shit. Yeah. 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 No, you deserve a good vacation. Yeah, I haven't. Like I did take a vacation like last a year ago. February. Yeah. And I've taken like a couple days, but I think I need a... But you're like a travel person. Yeah. And so is Jeanette. Like we need to travel. Yeah. um, Every once in a while. But so I'm excited. Yeah. So I'll be in France. This episode. (laughs) Who is this episode? Brianne. Oh boy. Okay. okay. I'm going to real talk here. I don't like horse people, but I really like Brianne. I I asked her a question and I was like, do you like, are you a horse girl? Like that was one of my first serious questions. And it was with a lot of judgment. But I like her. And it was so, she, she. I think she's the only horse girl that I like so far. Only horse. Like there is a stigma and she didn't know it. And maybe horse girls don't know that there's a stigma about horse girls. They've got to know. They've got to know. I don't know why. Here's in the farming community. Like, so I was a sheep farmer. When people are like, oh, I'm a farmer. I'm a horse farmer. We're all kind of like, are you a farmer? Horse farming. Is that a thing? Like breeding? No. Like you just have horses. They're like, oh, I have a, a farm. And if they're like, yeah, I have horses. I'm like, you do still have to do work. Yeah. But it's course. a different game. It's a, because like horses are just hay burners. And yeah, then you don't just... kill them for food. It's frowned upon. <laughs> so I, I get, I'm just not a horse person. I've never and been that's a horse fine. person. But I think she's the only horse person I've met that I'm like, you know what? Like I get it. I just love that she did horse I can't tell them. I have to let no, them. No, you have hear to listen it. to the episode. Um, but she's just like a powerhouse of a woman. I am her like, organization. I was like, "Damn, Brian." I can see why. And she's, she's funny. Loved yeah. by the Belleville Senators organization. Yeah, 
she's doing great things there and she has a cool team we there a bunch of the BSEN staff came to Bocce and they're fun like they just have a good thing going there I feel like they have like they're really they've really got something going yeah episode we, yeah do cool it. okay bye our next guest is another person we have had on our hit list for a while. She is truly an inspiration and a big part of the Quinny community. Brianne Matthews grew up in Toronto and has listed her first job as a horseback rider. After high school, she attended the University of West England to complete a Bachelor of Science in Sports Coaching. She has an, an impressive career in marketing and communications and in September of 2019 took on the role of marketing manager with the Belleville Senators. She has worked her way up in the B-Sense to take on the role of Senior Vice President of Business Operations and Alternate Governor. She has even helped earn the organization a couple awards from the AHL. She is a human mom, a pet mom, and an overall badass. Babes of Clinty, please welcome Brianne Matthews, the Vice President of Business Operations with the Belleville Senators. Was that right? The yeah. senior vice president. See, damn it. So close. Well, what's your favorite potato chip, I guess? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So I need to know. I need to know if any of my staff responded plain chips. Um, I can find that out because that's not right. I, think I have it open, and that's not the type of people we have. Um, I don't think they did. Good. But Good. many you of your staff something. signed up for bocce. Yes, they're love. super excited about it. I'm super excited to have. I I saw one of them pop up, and I was like, oh, that's nice. And then three more popped up. We were like, <gasps> and I was like, what the shit? So I messaged Jenna, and I was like, are you guys coming? Because I'm going to be mad if you don't. And she's oh, like, yes, no, we're on vacation. On and I was like, fine. Yeah, they're cruising. Oh. They're cruisers. They're cruise people? Yeah, they are. They love it. Fun. But I think if you know, like, Ketchup if you cruise all the time, then you know, like, what to do Yeah, on you're ships. like, you're living your best cruise yeah. life. Okay, so Evan responded ketchup. Okay, perfect. Alex responded all dress. Okay, fair. Um, and then Marie responded salt and vinegar. Perfect. So no plane. And Jill responded ketchup. Perfect. So no oh, planes. Good. They would have been good. fired for yeah, sure. Yeah, we don't have boring people. No. Right? Like, you don't know who says plane chips. When I saw that, I was going to message you guys last night and be like, can you just let me know like <laughs> what they said? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I no, made a chart. Did you excited. see it? Yeah. I liked that chart. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I was chart. like, I'm going to make a graph. Yeah. I would say mine are probably ketchup. Ketchup or salt and vinegar. Ketchup. See, I don't. Understand. I don't know if we've had a lot of ketchups. We haven't had a lot of ketchups. I think people who like ketchup chips are people who have not always lived in Canada because you really can't <gasps> oh, get it anywhere yeah. else. And so then when you go away, that's like you cling on to this like ketchup chip dream of like, yeah, yeah this is what life is like. Yeah, and, like it's gonna get better sometime. Like, and then, <laughs> and then like you finally get it, and you're like, this isn't that good, but it's like I great. dreamed of it for so long. But, yeah, like, it's great now. Yeah. That's actually true. Like if I have friends living outside Canada and we send them things. We'll always add ketchup chips and yeah. like Smarties. Okay, what it's about ketchup Doritos? I haven't had them. Had those. What? I've never had. Okay, them. well, there's ketchup Doritos. That's so wild. They're like seasonal. I don't oh. know when they come up, but I've seen them in the store, and, and the I was bag's like, "Bag's retro." Oh. Yeah, it's, it's a like retro a bag, bag, and I was like, "I will never eat that," but I like the idea. Yeah. Do you All have a favorite brand too, of ketchup? Though. Um, I don't like no name. Like I, yeah. it needs to be like a name, like Lay's or like a name brand. Mm -hmm. yeah. I feel like otherwise, I don't know if they have like proprietary rights over the ketchup seasoning, but I like, I do. really don't feel like the other ones taste the same. I don't know. All different recipes. There's maybe. the yeah. president's choice brand. They have the, it's like loads of flavor. Yeah. And they like triple the seasoning. Yeah. I haven't had those. Oh, I need to try I, those. I don't hate those. full chips, right? Yeah, they're ruffles. I think. Are they ruffles? I don't know. They I don't used know, to do like a bad. buffalo wing and blue cheese chip. 
Yeah, that is was it, really good. Was it them or is it Lay's who would do like people could put in chip flavors as like a contest? Oh, I don't know. I think that I don't remember, I but I like remember the Lay's. Yeah, I think it was yeah. Lay's too. PC's not that fun. <laughs> I also really don't like Galen Weston. I shit yeah. on him all the time. Yeah, like every fair. episode. It but I love some of the products, which is like the worst part. And I'm that's just like, they make it. so many gluten free products that are actually really good. Yeah. So like, yeah. But it's so brittle. Yeah. So you're like, yay. it's like, yay, I'm going to pay just $12 for this banana loaf. Yeah. Damn straight. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, are you a horse girl? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like. Okay. So. <laughs> I like if you mean like completely neurotic and psychopath. Yeah. Yeah. No, hundred percent. That's me. That's me. Like it's wild because when I was actually doing horseback riding, I don't think there was or I was not aware of like I've been aware of that demographic horse girls since I was like six. Maybe because it's people. Maybe because I was in it. Yeah. Like, I don't, as I know, I we're all talking about you. Be like, oh, she's a horse girl. And yeah. No, probably. Probably. What kind, so you competitively? Yeah. So basically, my mom did horseback riding when she was younger, and then like she took off in like her career and everything, and wasn't doing it anymore. And so when I my grade six computer te- or no, I was younger than that. I don't know. My computer teacher in one grade, um, her sister owned a farm, and my parents were like trying to figure out. My brother went to sleep sleepover camp all the time. And loved it. But, like, me, like, I couldn't even go to a sleepover party. And I'd, like, have a nervous like breakdown. Me. Yeah, like, it was atrocious. Like, I love, I still love spending time with my parents. Like, I, I was a complete homebody. And uh, so my mom was like, okay, maybe she'll go. Like, I got invited up to this farm for a week. My mom was like, well, she knows the computer teacher. And, like, she's, like, friends with our family and stuff like that. So, like, maybe I would feel comfortable going there and there's like horses that's cool like yeah you know like and it's a super small farm so it was like basically I was the only person that was there for the whole week and just like staying with their family so it was not sleepaway camp mm-hmm. but of course I made it into a sleepaway camp and when we got back to my cottage though like a couple of days after I was like mom like I really want to keep doing horseback riding like I really love it and I think it was well, I must be younger than grade six but I was like 11 or 12 and of course my mom like that's all she needed like that was like she was <laughs> she off like, to perfect. the races she's like throw out everything else we own <laughs> yeah. like we're in like you want to do okay perfect I also was atrociously bad at every other sport um like when you're in I went to private school growing up what school did you go to I went to Montcrest oh. until I was in grade six okay in Toronto and then I went to Trafalgar I went to Branksome for two years uh horrific um and then I went to Trafalgar Castle School Mm. and then I ended up uh just being really done with that unenrolled myself one March break and enrolled in public school and actually ended up graduating from probably the worst (laughs) educational institution of all time so my parents were like super glad they invested all that money into like my education for so long for me to be like screw this like I'm doing my own thing um yeah but I just loved horseback riding and like my mom was like my mom, um, both my parents, and like me and my brother, were like really intense. <laughs> so we don't do anything like, oh, we're just gonna do this like once a week. Like, no, like we're buying a horse. We're like, <laughs> we're like going at, at a training in. facility. Like we start physiotherapy. Like we're working out in a gym. We have a nutrition. Like it was, it was full on. You're like a serious athlete. Yeah, and I was like, I was really good. Yeah, but not because I like 
worked super hard. Like I just had some natural talent and a lot of really good opportunities. So it's, it's kind of like, but it just like really took off. And like by the time I was 13, I was complete, competing provincially. <laughs> it was like, was it was no. out of control. And I didn't do like show jumping or like eventing or like any like the fun sports. I did dressage. What's that? It's like basically like when they go like yeah like it's like ice dancing (laughs) like you're scored out of 10 on different moves and like uh, when you get up to a certain level you wear a top hat well you don't anymore because they found out that was really unsafe Um, (laughs) yeah you're like no helmets yeah they're like oh you're good enough like no safety for you anymore Um, but yeah you'd wear like a top hat and like a tail coat and like the whole I didn't even know like so you were just next level horse girl where you didn't even do the fun jumping. You were like, no. I'm going to do some crazy horse dancing. Yes. Have yeah. you seen Bob's Burgers? No. You're going to meet big Tina energy. Go watch Bob's Burgers. <laughs> she loves horses, but she actually isn't good at riding them. So when she goes to horse camp, she just decides like, I'm just going to. Just do it dance myself, herself. So yeah. she just does it. Yeah. So you're better than that, yeah. I'm assuming. But like, well, it's close. Yeah. It's close. <laughs> just from your description. Like, it's, I'm same, same. playing it back and, you know, yeah, hindsight's twenty twenty. You can see things so how clearly. Long, when did you stop horse dancing? So, <laughs> I love that we're calling it that now. Um, and it's accurate, to be honest. Yeah. Um, so, I made the Canadian junior team. I was actually captain of the Canadian junior team when I was <laughs> Horse badass. <laughs> I was like, it's like child prodigy. Like, yeah. It was a little weird, to be honest. But um, yeah, I was captain of the Canadian Junior Team when I was 18. Went to North American Junior Championships, won a silver medal. Jesus um, which was the craziest, most phenomenal experience of my life. Like, I thought they had this like big stadium basically yeah. for like our final thing and for the medal presentation. I thought they'd be like, maybe there's. 250 people competing. I thought there'd be like 251 people in the stands. Like everyone brought a parent. Uh, the thing was packed. It was unbelievable. I'm like, how do all these people care about this? Like, <laughs> why are you here? Like, did you pay money to come here and did watch they? this? It's 100%. Yes, yes they did. Oh, okay. Yes. It's like sh- dog showing. Yeah. yeah. It's like people, there's just like a following. But dog show is like, dog showing takes like real skill. I mean, so does this. So does this. Like, I mean, it was my life for, for years, <laughs> but like, life. um, yeah, it was crazy. They like played the anthem and everything, wow. like raised the flags. I'm standing there with this medal, and I'm like, they're my little top hat, and I'm like, holy shit, <laughs> did the okay, thing? We're doing it. Like, what's next? Um, and so when I went to university, that's what I went to university for on a sports scholarship. Oh, so that's actually, why you went to yeah. England. So this is gonna that makes sense. This is gonna bring you so much joy. What I'm about to tell you. <laughs> there you go. So I flew my horse to university. <laughs> Amazing. That just sounds like it costs so much to yeah, fly. Yeah, it was a, horse. a disaster. Um, <laughs> like, in no, like, it was great. Like, my horse actually lived in residence with me. So the barn what? was like one building over from my residence building. Beautiful. Um, How and, is this a thing? I had a very different experience. I feel yeah. Like so it's the University of the West of England is based in Bristol, and mm-hmm. that's like the main campus, like a regular university campus. And then they have a professional sports campus that's like an hour away. And it has horseback riding, soccer, rugby, um, and then it also has this like farming component that has nothing to do with sports that I was like, oh, we're going to get to learn. I did not learn about any of the farming things while I was there. Um, But yeah, basically they were trying to build out their like 
equestrian program. And so they brought in this like Canadian, like, cause obviously international students normally get more money for them. Um, so I went on a scholarship and, uh, it was great. Like over the course of three years, it became like way less fun. Like when I was younger, I had so much fun horseback riding. Like it was my life. Like I'd be mm-hmm. up at six o'clock in the morning. Like uh, the day after prom, I literally was up at 7 a.m. training and thought it was great. I had no life in high school. But then when I was at university, it was like super intense all mm-hmm. the time. And I was trying to get ready for the Olympics. What? <laughs> Just this whole thing. Casually just training for the Olympics. No big deal. Yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't make it. (laughs) But you you close? No, 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 not close at all. Not close at all. So you were doing it. Yeah. Like I was, I mean, I thought for sure, like my mom, my parents bought tickets and everything. (laughs) Like they had to, you had to put in for like, like years in advance. You have to like put in for like a lottery for tickets for the different sports. And they did it. They still went. Love that. Also should note that. (laughs) Good. Watched the events I was going to be in, texted me being like, just pictures of other people being like, yeah, not you. Yeah. <laughs> Could have been. You're okay. <laughs> we You're deal okay. With we you. love you still. Um, but yeah, I just became like this job. Yeah. Which I hadn't felt before. And uh, just super amounts of pressure. And like, I just wanted to have fun. Like, I was 20 years old. Like, yeah. I suddenly was like, okay, you know what? I actually don't think... I want to go to the Olympics would be great. But what am I doing after that? Like just struggling forever, like horseback, ride, horseback riding, like being like, I'm going to either be a coach or I'm going to be a coach. Like, yeah. and I'm going to find people to pay for my life. And I didn't want that. Like, I was like, no, like I want to do my own thing. Like I want to do something cool. So basically when I came back to Canada, I was like, no more horses. I left the horse. I sold the horse in the UK okay. uh, and moved back. And That's um, than yeah, then fly- and back. he was older by that point yeah. too. So like, I wasn't gonna fly him back. Like, mm-hmm. I knew I wasn't gonna keep riding. Um, I've been on my mom. My mom now. <laughs> So she's like, okay, you're done. Like, I'm in. Like, she was competing. <laughs> she's going like, to the Olympics. Semi-professionally. Like, this woman is, like, 70 years old, oh doing God. one level below Olympic, complete, competing in Florida. I'm like... Is she doing horse dancing, too? Yes. Yeah. I did not know this was a thing. Yeah. I'm it's floored. craziness. This is... You should watch. There's a video of Snoop Dogg of- voicing over... Oh, yeah. I think I've seen this. Dancing. And he's yeah. like, it's crib walking. <laughs> Yeah, what? yeah. Like oh, that's yeah, it. Good. Like that's it. I need 100%. to watch this. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. When I asked that question, I didn't see all that coming from it. I'm so happy it did. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty random. You. Yeah. You've lived like a life. Yeah. It gets more random. Like past that point. And Go. Then- what's next? <laughs> what happens next? Know. Like to me, we were horse dancing. What next? Go. So when I came back to Canada, I was like, okay, you know what I need? Like a job. Like, that would be cool. Like, because when I was growing up, I was never, my parents, like, I had no time. Like, yeah. all I wanted was to work at Tim Hortons. I was like, all my friends were working at Tim Hortons. I was like, I would love to work at Tim Hortons. My mom was like, when are you going to do that? I'm like, yeah. I don't know. In my dreams. Like, I'm not going to sleep anymore. Like, I'll work at yeah. night. Um, so we used to go to this breakfast, like, diner all the time with my parents. And uh, one day, like, the manager is like, hey, or, like, are you looking for a job? And I was like, absolutely. They're like, have you ever worked in a restaurant? I'm like, no. But, like... I'm a super quick learner. Like, yeah. hello, I learned horse dancing. Um, 
So I started working there. It was a place called The Fickle Pickle. <laughs> Where, in Toronto? In Stouffville. Okay. So we'd moved, my parents had moved out of Toronto at that point. Um, and uh, I was the hostess, and which didn't make any sense because it was a breakfast restaurant that didn't need a hostess. Um, <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? I'd love to try and be a waitress. Like, I think that would be really fun. But like friends would come in and I would completely forget that I'm like sitting down having lunch. <laughs> my <laughs> boss comes over. He's like, Brianne. I'm like, oh shit! I'm so sorry. Like, I this completely you slipped my mind. Yeah, like I like I and the chefs would bring food out. Like, people bring food out. Like, it was this tiny. It was ridiculous. Um, and so then I ended up going to the mall and seeing that Forever Twenty One was hiring like a fitting room attendant, and I was like, okay, you know what? Like, this whole restaurant thing did not work out. I gave mm-hmm. it four months. So, That's a long time. Yeah, yeah, valid. Um, I was like, I'm gonna work at the mall. Like, I love the mall. Like, who doesn't love working at the mall? Yeah, yeah. exactly. I work like, at the it's mall. great. It's perfect. Because I missed all those like younger people. Mm-hmm. Like, there were yeah. people who were working at the mall when they were like 13. Yeah, I missed that whole stage. So there I am, like 21, like living that living dream. the dream. Yeah. Um, and but I also have this really insane personality where like I can't do anything. Half ass, just like a little bit. You sound like me. So yeah. I'm all in. I'm like, yeah, let's like, do it. I live here now. Like I live at Forever 21. Like I'm, I'm here. Living I'm living in a in fitting it. room. It's happening. Yeah. So within a month, I was promoted to assistant manager. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, like here we are. Like we're killing it. And I think it was six months later that I ended up uh, opening the store at Von Mills Mall. <laughs> like, I got promoted again, like, got moved to Von Mills, opened this gigantic <laughs> location. Within six months. Yeah, and I was like, this is so crazy. Like, <laughs> well, retail, like, you know, I guess yeah. everyone moves around all the time. Like, no, people don't no, move around all the time. I had no concept that this was, like, not normal. And, of course, my parents are, like, super hyper-driven. So they're like, yeah, no, like, this is it. Like, yeah. Find your niche. Get in. Run like run Forever Twenty One one day. Yeah, that was like it. when I found out it was like a family company. I was like, okay, this is going to be hard. Yeah, but yeah, it was really brutal. And then ended up getting recruited to like when Juice Couture came to Canada, <laughs> opened a bunch of locations there. Ended up going back. Like it was hectic. Life can be messy, and dealing with chronic pain, pelvic discomfort, muscle weakness, or mental illness can take a toll. Sometimes it takes a team effort to not just survive, but thrive. At Diamond Physiotherapy, their approach is all about education. They're constantly expanding their knowledge and skills to ensure their clients receive solutions that provide them with more than just temporary relief. Recognizing the significance of treating the whole person for overall wellness, Diamond Physiotherapy offers a wide range of services. These include physiotherapy, pelvic health physiotherapy, vestibular rehabilitation, pediatric physiotherapy, psychotherapy, and pre- and postnatal treatment. They're not just about generic treatments. They're about creating an individualized treatment plan that works for you. With their knowledge, skills, and resources, they'll be by your side every step of the way, helping you become your best self. Take the first step in your physical and mental wellness and reach out to Diamond Physiotherapy at 55 South Pinnacle Street in Belleville and at diamondphysio.ca. 
pop quiz. How often should the average person go for dental hygiene appointments? Uh, every six to nine months because committing to regular dental hygiene visits can have long-term benefits for your teeth, gum health, and overall well-being. During your routine hygiene checkups, hygienists and dentists are checking for early signs of cavities, gum disease, and oral cancer. Exactly. The Family Dental Center has truly perfected the art of hassle-free dental visits. With online booking options, three convenient locations to choose from, and thoughtful touches like gravity blankets tailored to alleviate dental anxiety, there's no excuse to put off booking an appointment with the Family Dental Center. And don't forget, it's also important to introduce your kids to routine dental checkups early on to set them up for dental success and promote their overall health. This can also help reduce future dental anxiety. For any questions about your dental health or getting your kids comfortable going to the dentist, contact FamilyDentalCenter.com. Make sure you follow them on Facebook and Instagram at FDC Family. If you're planning a special event, whether it's a wedding, birthday, bachelorette, or work event, Events on the Rocks has got you covered. They offer a range of services, including bar, planning, and same-day coordination. Their bar services are unlike any other. You get top-notch service, a stunning bar setup, and a variety of drink options to suit your theme. And let's not forget the food. Events on the Rocks has charcuterie boards and light snack options to ensure your guests are well-fed and happy throughout your event. You have options. Choose from one of the five event bar services or get in touch to create a custom package to make your event truly unforgettable. Take your event to the next level with Event on the Rocks event planning services. Their dedicated team will handle all the details, including coordinating vendors, decor, menus, invitations, day of coordination, and so much more. To learn more, go to eventsontherocks.com and follow along on Facebook and Instagram at events underscore on the rocks. Brazen is defined as bold and without shame. Jenny, the visionary behind Simple Desk, created the Brazen event to empower women in business to be their authentic and unapologetic selves. After the rapid sellout of 2023, get ready for a bigger and bolder Brazen 2024. This full day experiential event created by women for women showcases, inspires, and connects female entrepreneurs and working professionals from around the Bay of Quinney. The day is packed with networking, vendor booths, exciting giveaways, delicious food and a speaker panel of incredible female entrepreneurs sharing their inspiring stories. Don't miss out on Brazen 2024. Mark your calendars for May 31st and tickets go on sale November 1st, 2023. For all the details, visit simpledesk.ca slash brazen and be sure to follow Brazen on Instagram at brazen events one. Okay, then who recruited you? So I worked at Juice Couture. They opened a bunch of stores. <laughs> In Canada. That was when they were like trying to make a go of it. Um, And then I worked, I ended up getting, I went into the Forever 21 again and saw my old boss was there one day. And she's like, how's it going at Juicy? I was like, you know, it's like not great. Like, I don't love it. She's like, okay, I'll bring you back here. um, And I'm going to give you $10 more an hour. Yes. Forever 21? Yeah. And I was like, sold. I'll be in next week. With what? Like. Six dollars? Yeah. Like oh. this is like this yeah. is not like now, like now we're up to what everyone's making now, basically. Yeah. When I started working, minimum wage was six dollars and thirty five cents. Holy. Yeah. And like serving wage was even less than Oh that. yeah. Serving used to be insane. And I'm not that old. Yeah. No, it's crazy. It's really people jump. getting fifteen dollars like that's like three times the amount. They don't I, even know. But everything does cost way more yes, now too. I know, but like That's true, yeah. But it's annoying. Yeah. It's annoying. <laughs> it is frustrating. Like we have kids running around the games. They're making fifteen dollars an hour, and like they're working super hard. It's totally worth it. But I'm like, huh. 
Oh, we didn't make that in my day. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, how old are you? You're like, back old. in my day. Yeah, it's crazy. And I'm like, mm. it's crazy. It makes me feel really old, but I'm like, no. I know. Sometimes I do feel really old. Oh, yeah. Like, I have a 15-year-old. Yeah. And she says things, and I'm like, what? Yeah, and like, what does like, that word even mean? Yeah. Riz. I don't know. Charisma. Riz is charisma. Like, and oh. Ick's big right now. Ick, Ick is, is big. a big one. Yeah. He yeah, gives like me something Ick. gross. Yeah. 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 Really so annoying. we've started saying, we learned it last week. It is now in our vocabulary Good. we're using Good. daily. So Good. just locking it up here. Yeah. And then how long did you stay at Forever 21 on that new salary? I think I was there for like a year and a bit and then ended up getting recruited to, and I still don't know how you pronounce this, but Aeropostal. Aeropostal. That's um, fancy. Yeah. And I was their operations manager. So I had like four different stores in Ontario and suddenly had all this responsibility and was like salary and like all of this great stuff. And I loved it and I thought it was really great. Um, but retail is like a grind, the worst 100% the worst. Like people that work in retail, like you can do any job now. Yeah, oh, you can do any, any I, like, job. What's the worst? The worst about humans. It? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Like, and I don't know, like, I work with people every single day now, like, especially at games. Like, we have thousands of people who are there. It is not the same at all. Like, when that woman is trying to return those jeans and you don't have a return policy, that she doesn't have a receipt, she has nothing, like, it still has a tag on it, like, she's obviously stolen it, like, you don't know what's going on. And, like, she's screaming at you and you're just like, going back to like a time when you were a child, like when this woman wasn't yelling at yeah. you. Like I do not have that experience anymore. That's good. At all. Yeah. Crazy though, because you, you are bringing like so many people into Yeah, but I think people are like happier. Yeah, I don't know, like in entertainment. Like they're for fun. Yeah. And like they they've spent money on it already. So they're like they're like invested in their own experience, mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes. They're going um, in with a better attitude. Yeah. Then this woman, like, she arrived at the mall, like, she chose violence, like, she, yeah. like, she, she has a care and haircut. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She wants to speak to the manager. I am the manager. Like, it's not good. No. You it's don't want to be the manager. <laughs> like, like, uh, I don't want to like, They yell else. at you, being like, the actual manager. It's like, yeah, that's me. Yeah. 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 They're like, you're good 14. Time. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. I know, but it's me. Yeah. So. And time to be alive. Yeah. Retail. I think everybody needs to do at least a year of retail. Like, or mandatory. serving. Like, those two, oh, man, yeah. you're. One of the two. I don't care which one. It should be everybody's first job, period. It's like just the audacity of humans. Like The audacity. It's so crazy. It's insane. And the entitlement. Like yeah. I, I remember one time, this is actually, this was like the straw that broke the retail camel's back for Brianne Matthews was I had this, we were doing this like uh, teen jeans for teens campaign where we, mm-hmm. um, and I was the team captain because again, don't do anything halfway. Um, and I had recruited all of these local high schools to do like jean drives and I would go pick up the boxes and bring them back. And But if you dropped off in store, you got a coupon for a discount on a new pair of jeans. Mm-hmm. And this woman was arguing with me about the coupon. What? And good, then good. asked for her jeans back. Oh my God. Like, these are going to, like, homeless youth. Like, these are going to, like, kids that did not have pants. Like, yeah. And she's like, you know what? I'll just take them back. I'm like, are you, are you out of your mind? And I literally emailed and gave my two-weeks notice that day. Like, I was like, I'm sorry. Like, if this is who... If this is what we're like, doing, I can't. Like, know. I need to feel good about what I'm doing every single day. Like, I can't, I can't mm. do this for the rest of my life. I had a breaking point like that once. Yeah. And it was on, in Quinty, it was the comment section. Oh, yeah. It's atrocious. Somebody was 
somebody commented the BGH opened like a playground for kids that are yeah. sick. Yeah. And some lady commented, go there. well, what about all the other kids? And I'm like, they go to the- normal playgrounds. They go to all the other playgrounds. I'm like, okay, but they have all of the other playgrounds. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, it took every ounce of me to not respond yeah. and be like, F you. Yeah. Oh, I got banned from my from the Belvisens Facebook page. Really? Yes, I could see that. Yeah, like I, <laughs> I people are couldn't. Mean. Like I couldn't anymore, and it was like, um, this is actually it's like still slightly triggering for me to, <laughs> to talk about it. Definitely talk about um, it. But this was with when we had the NHL game last year. Oh, the oh. Leafs, the Leafs Toronto game, uh-huh. and, it, and I was like, and I just I remember like people just were tearing us apart. Like we had any choice into how many people we could fit in the arena, yeah. um, and it was just like because we ended up we had sold to capacity, yeah, and then we found out that. Um, remember Sportsnet or TS, like they were going to have a TV crew was coming. So now that's 50, 70, 100 people and trucks and blocked off seats and we're having to cancel seats because we have to put a camera up there and all the stuff that we had not accommodated for. And I think that was like two weeks before the game. They finally came and did a walkthrough and because they're like, well, we do this all the time. Like we just set up like not in CAA arena. We don't do this all the time. Like they had to drill a hole in the wall to get like a cord to go through. Like it was insane. And people are like, I'm never going to a Belleville Sands game ever again. I will never, ever give a dime of my money to the Belleville Senators after how they have wronged me. Like this was the only NHL game I was ever going to attend in my entire life. I'm like, okay. How do you deal with that? It's hockey. Like no one's dying. Yeah. It's an exhibition game. Like, it was atrocious. It was people were insane oh my God. that week. It was completely out of control. People are insane a lot of the time. But it's the mayor's yeah. fault as well. <laughs> Mitch Panchuk got a lot of heat. Oh, di- yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. yeah. Just people he... are keyboard warriors. They love it. They're just oh, bad. Yeah. And then when you call them out, they're like, what? And the crazy thing, too, is that people were like, why didn't you sell standing room only? I'm like, we did sell. Like, why didn't you sell past capacity? Why didn't you have a watch party outside? I'm like, okay. I don't know if you guys ever run like large scale events like Bob Jones <laughs> at gmail.com, but like you can't move yeah. 4,400 people in the event of an emergency easily. Like, yeah. that's not easy. Yeah. And actually, at that game, we had an elderly man have essentially a stroke. <gasps> in the pub before the game started and we were able to get him into an ambulance in like three minutes. Nice. If we were over capacity, had a watch party in the front yard, like we never, they way worse. I don't think people think about all those things, which is fun. They're like, no, but I want to be there. Yeah. Like me, just me, myself. Like, why can't I go? Why? why? Just make it happen. You're like, okay, well, yeah, Yeah. but there's also like a shitload more people that are just like you. Yeah. That want. And they're like, why wouldn't you have given free tickets to frontline workers? I'm like, okay. I'm pretty sure a bunch, didn't a bunch of yes, nonprofits we did. Get- so they, so we had all of our community partners and season ticket holders. They had the opportunity to purchase more tickets in advance to the general public. Yeah, that was our only way of guaranteeing. Like the hospital foundation was buying tickets for nurses, and mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Like we were getting out into those communities. The school board, like buying for mm-hmm. teachers, like so that was the only way we were able to. But it didn't matter how many times I tried to type this out and explain it to people. Then it was just like, I'm getting into arguments with people on the internet. And the social media team is like, okay, Brianne, like, so that's a no. 
Like you have to take <laughs> a step back. back, like delete social media. And you like, have to sometimes and stop staring at it because yeah. even we get really fired because we are the digital team and the social media team and we're like in the same office. So we just rile each other up and we're like, did you see that? Yeah. And it's a yeah. good time. I straight up just like one day I was like, nope, no more comments. Yeah. yeah. I Honestly, came back from parental leave and I think I dealt with it for eight months and then I was like, nope, no more commenting. Yeah. So all the comments just got turned off. I'm like, you can comment on our website, but I'm not going to read it. Yeah. yeah. It's bad. Yeah. Um, but so how did you get to the Belleville Sense? Uh, so. Aeropostal? <clears throat> no. So, I mean, I ended up leaving there because of that lady specifically. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she ruined my Aeropostal career. Um, thank goodness, because that would have been terrible if I was still there because they don't exist anymore. Um, but I worked for a third party reproductive agency was looking for a change and uh, ended up somehow being introduced to Rob Maloney and um, like the head of corporate sales at the time at the B-Sends and started interviewing. The only job that they had that they were hiring for was marketing manager. Um, And I was like, okay, this is like not ideal, like huge title change from where I was at. Everything was really different, but I basically was like, okay, this is an opportunity to do something different. Like I uh, had never, I think I had watched, I had a friend who was a season ticket holder. Um, and so I had watched maybe two hockey games with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the extent of my hockey knowledge or experience. Um, but I was really good at selling things and selling experiences and leading groups of people. So um, Rob saw something in that. And I think they needed a different perspective uh, other than this hockey focused mm-hmm. perspective. Like yeah. everyone that lives in the Bay of Quinty is not buying tickets to a Belleville Senators game because they're huge hockey fans. It's a night out. It's something mm-hmm. fun to do. Yeah. They're taking their kids out. You know, their kids are participating in sports. It's entertaining. You know, it's a community give back. There's other things going on, other games. It's a night out with friends. Like, and so I think having my perspective of like, hey, like I'm not here to watch sports. Like mm-hmm. I'm here to have a great time and have mm-hmm. a great experience and make a huge impact. And uh, so, yeah, that was how I started. But I think people were like, this is crazy. Like, why is the head of marketing for the Bell Senators has no concept of what's going on during the game of hockey? Um, and I, I was just so like, go to you don't need to. No, like I wasn't selling hockey. Like I wasn't doing that. Like w- people that liked hockey, like and the account executives and other people, like they knew how to talk about hockey those people were already season ticket holders like Mm -hmm. we needed to widen the market and get in you know those people that were on the outsides that had no hockey experience and weren't didn't see the value in paying 25 dollars to watch a hockey game Mm -hmm. um yeah and it was like crazy uh the first year was insane like we had a full staff i think there was like 14 or 15 people um the team on the ice was phenomenal. It was like, I think by January, we were head of the North Division, like looking at like a long Calder Cup playoff run. Everything was really exciting. We're planning all our packages and everything. And then March of that year, everything shut down with COVID. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So we did a studio change. That was crazy. Never done it. Thank you for participating in that. This was exciting. I really hope for again's up over there because we did dip dive. Um, I'm having a little tour of the building. It's yeah, wonderful. You've Great seen so much. So we ended up in March 2020, everything shut down. Oh, 
I know. So wait, did you just? Is... No, you started the year before. You were there I for like a September year before. So it was like <laughs> less than a year. Yeah, less than a full like season. Seven months of joy. Yeah. Um, and no, it was insane. Like I call it now. I call it the panorama. Nice. Yeah, panorama times. I call it the Patricia. Yeah, because I'm just like, why do we keep calling it the same thing? Like, yeah. Let's change it up Mix a little it bit. Mix it up. Um, but yeah, so we thought that um, we were going to, so like as a leadership team, we were going to be able to keep staff on for a couple days a week. And, like, you know, this is going to die down in a couple weeks. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. Um, I think it was like April, mid-April maybe. Um we laid everyone off. Yeah. Yeah. What else are you and supposed to do? yeah, like it was cra- like we're in sports and entertainment. Like there was no sports. There was no entertainment mm-hmm. and there was no like end in sight. Um, and so, yeah, we laid all of the staff off. Um, just the senior leadership team remained. So there was four of us um, and it was complete insanity. And we only worked three days a week. And through that, like, you know, People made life choices and different things, and that sounds like um, a spicy story. <laughs> not like a, not really. Like I think we, when you're working in sport, it's like a heavy team environment. Like mm-hmm. you yeah. never think that someone is ever gonna leave or move on That's or fair. go anywhere else, which is ridiculous because that happens all the time. Um, but I think through that, like we, I felt like. Rob, who was my boss, I thought he was just going to be there forever. And uh, and then we did one season where the team played in Ottawa. And, yeah, we started in – so it was, like, the whole summer, basically – Myself and two other um, people uh, called all of our season seed members and we had this list and we called through every single one of them and like tried to um, offer them credits or something to try and make up for the the value from the game, but like keep them as customers. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was insanity. Like it was people are dealing with like the worst times of their lives, like they're losing businesses and you're having to call them and be like, hey, so you know that like hockey thing? So it's still going to happen. It's just not now. Um, and so what we're like, what we're thinking is that we're, we're just gonna like, we're just gonna keep like, we're just gonna keep everything um, the way that it is. And we'll just like pick up where we left off. Like when we do that, Yeah, <laughs> you know, like high fives though, all around. Um, and I mean, obviously there was a lot of people who were like, no, that doesn't, I need a refund. Like, and so we went out with that and, um, but there was so many people, like a shocking amount of people who were like, yeah, okay. Like, Sounds good. Like, yeah, yeah. Excited to when things get back going. And then in the fall um, of 2020, it was like, okay, we're not, things are not going well. Um, We're probably not going to be able to play in Belleville. And that was mostly just because shared facility, we didn't own the facility. And because of the rules with player safety and and just the way that players travel, um, it would have been a huge risk to people in the city of Belleville and mm-hmm. and people using the Quincy Sports and Wellness Center. Like, we're going to stop oh, yeah, them. Yeah, because it from, was still open. Yeah, it was still open, and they're still trying to do some programming stuff there. So how we have how do I have thirty five people who are coming in and out of the country all the time, traveling to different places, having contact mm-hmm. with different people, coming back 
to that same place mm-hmm. and living here in Belleville and how am I, you know, as a responsible citizen and, and, and being responsible for that. And just from a cost perspective, it really made sense in Ottawa. They were able to create a bubble and play in that bubble. But could people go in and watch or it was just, no. it was just televised? So, yeah, it was just televised uh, through HLTV.com. Um, it's great. Subscribe there. Um, and uh, it was crazy. Like, so I'd be at home. I'm homeschooling three kids. Um, I'm live tweeting the games over the TV. So this is like the girl that had only So now you've learned two, hockey. So I learned hockey. Like, I'm an expert uh, now, apparently. Um, I'm doing all of our marketing, communications. I'm hosting watch parties for our season ticket holders. We're playing bingo. <laughs> Like online, like I'm interviewing the head coach after every game. Like it's it's insane. And I'm also trying to maintain all of our corporate revenue. So I'm trying to get rink boards at the Canadian Tire Center so that I can keep, you know, money that the corporate partners contracted to. Um, And there was lots of people that were we basically went out to corporate partners and we're like, you can opt out if you Mm -hmm. want. Like we skip this year on the contract. You don't need to be part of it. Um, but if you are interested, this is what we have available. And CAA, like, they're a phenomenal partner. I mean, we didn't even play in their building, and we were able to retain all of that revenue that year. Um, they transitioned a lot of their programming to social, digital uh, things, and they were just a great partner to have. Like, they really supported us through that. Um, but it was insane. And slowly through that process, People started leaving, basically, finding other opportunities, moving out of working in sport. And uh, when we went to to launch the season, I had basically been handed over the team. Rob had moved on to to uh, another opportunity in Abbotsford, which was great for him, great for his family. And I think I got approval to hire one member of staff, being David Foote, um, the August before the season was going to start in it's October. A great choice. Great choice. Yeah, it was He's a great choice. Great, like, yeah. it was, you know, he knew a lot about the community. He obviously had been around the team for forever. Um, he had been so helpful during the pandemic. Like, he wasn't even working for us. He would jump on all the post-game media things, help me out with interviews, help me out with other stuff. And it was just great. Like, I would have been not lost because I don't know how many people were watching the interviews either but like it wouldn't have been great like I'm mm-hmm. like tell me what you like on your hamburger like it's <laughs> like you know like that's where I would go right yeah exactly mm-hmm. whereas like they want to know about the power play and like you know um but yeah and then basically I got approval to hire I think five or six more people we started the season um in October with I think five full-time members of staff and it was so hard because we were like coming back from covid we still had some restrictions but things were kind of opening up um and the general public was like well why isn't this perfect i'm like we have five people here like this is crazy three of them it was their first job out of university they had literally graduated the year before like they'd never worked in sport um and it's also an insanely small team. Yeah, it was like I don't so, think people understand so, no. how much work it is to do all these yeah. things. Like we still we're now fully staffed and it's taken us, you know, those two years to get there. And we have sixteen full time members of staff. That's it. That's it. Jesus. And probably like hundred and twenty part time yeah. staff. Um but yeah, and we're running events with anywhere from twenty-five to four thousand people, thirty-six times over a six-month time span. That's insane. Like it's crazy. Yeah. But 
So be nice to us. Yeah. <laughs> I think just in general, people just, need to be nicer. Yeah. We always say, we've talked about this with other guests, is like, I the pandemic didn't make people nicer. No. It's, I don't know, now people want it faster. They want it now. They want it their way. Like, I don't know what happened there, but it didn't do what I thought it was going to no. do. And some people, I feel like, some people gave them a perspective. Like, they, like, people that had always done really well that then suddenly were in positions where they weren't doing well. Like, I think that was mm-hmm. a shift that, that was good. But just the, the sense of entitlement, like, it's so, it's so crazy. Yeah. The, the entitlement is insane. Yeah. I, I feel like here we're kind of in a bubble, but not really, because we have social media, so it's all terrifying. Yeah. I was on mat leave for most of the pandemic, but I know here everyone was like, what do we do? Yeah. And yeah. it was like, there was no, I don't even know if I'm allowed to talk about this, we might have to cut it out, but it was like people, like businesses calling and being like, we're not advertising anymore. Well, yeah, yeah, like everyone was pulling, bills, like too. especially, yeah, like when you're business to business, like, and probably same with you, you know, you were talking about corporate, like corporate sponsorships, you're just... You're like, what? Other people aren't making money. You're not. It's just. And it's super hard, too. Like, we had someone who, this was, like, the example that I used throughout the pandemic. It was, like, really small scale. They purchased a suite right before everything shut down. And I remember it was a suite. Maybe it was a couple suite nights or something. And I remember having a phone call with the the owner (coughs) of the business. And they said, you know, that's my payroll for a full week for one person. So who's paying for their kids to have dinner Mm -hmm. next week? Is that me or is that you? And I was like, okay, let me process this refund for you. Because you're right. That's ridiculous. There's, no, we should not be keeping your money. Like, no, mm-hmm. you should yeah. be able to pay this person, like, 100%. But it was, like, that sense of, like, okay, yeah, like, we're not the most important. Like, that was how I took it. It's like, yeah. we're not the most. We're something that it's fun and it's great to do. and and But we're... Like, feeding your family is more important than going to a Belleville Senators game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. I get it. But you guys kind of came out on top. I feel like you're killing it. It's going amazing. Yeah. Like, Tell it's us going about that really part. Well. Yeah. Like, so, basically, um, one of the phenomenal things, like, I and I say this, and I say this from, like, a place of, like, love, but COVID was also a little bit cleansing mm-hmm. for our organization, you know, things around the community and stuff like that. There was a lot that needed to change with the Belva Senators and being able to, you know, be the only employee and rehire an entire team based on those goals that we had and finding people with specific personalities who were interested in engaging in those goals and, you know, community goals, charitable focus, um, and really that customer first experience. It was phenomenal. Like I was able to get this group of uber talented humans who, I have all the faith in the world and like there our team right now is probably some of the best people I've ever met in my life and they do a phenomenal job every single day and and they don't just show up at nine o'clock and leave at five like they live and breathe this job like um every single staff member comes to every single home game we're all there I'm there at every single I've never missed a game um we watch a lot of the games on AHL I watch all the games on AHL TV any away games you know I travel with the team sometimes but it really having that kind of like we're all in like mm-hmm. we're all here 100 percent um we want to show this community and we want to be here for this community and um it's just 
paid off in droves for us. Like uh, getting attendance back last year was a huge thing. Still lots of opportunity there. Um, But last year we launched a couple different community ventures with our school program. Our school program actually is a really cool one. Um, At the end of every season, we do a SWOT analysis with all of the staff. And it doesn't matter what your role is in the organization. You could be like an intern who's been there for three days. You get to be part of the SWOT analysis. And we all sit in a room and go through it all together on our individual areas and organizational goals overall. And um, Ben was an account executive at the time, um, entry-level role, and uh, during the SWOT analysis defined a need for more programming directly towards youth. Um, We did a lot of minor hockey stuff, but like youth outside of sport. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Sport is kind of elitist sometimes. There's a lot of different community groups that have nothing to do with sport. There's lots of kids that are in school that they can't afford breakfast, let alone hockey equipment. Um, And so he kind of found this idea. And um, we had a one-on-one at the beginning of the summer. And he said, you know, I really want to run with this school program. You know, I think we need to. We were visiting schools, but the players would show up and, you know, they're playing a sports game and we leave. And, like, what's the impact of that? Like, Mm -hmm. looks good for us, for sure. But what is the impact on those kids? What are they doing? Um, And so I think it was three or four months later, he had partnered with all of the regional school boards, um, built a school program from scratch. Uh, We had, he had worked with the marketing team. We had um, in-house made two different coloring books with like 15 pages each. They're adorable. Um, And they were all like, like handmade, like in, in house, like by one person like we have one person he's not even technically a graphic designer but he does all of our graphic design he's phenomenal um and I think we visited like 24 25 schools last year with this school program and the program basically is just like how it's important to be a good teammate in hockey and it's important to be a good teammate in life Mm -hmm. and um you know we met thousands of students um you know had lots of them come out to games afterwards and um the really telling point for me was in the back of the coloring book there's a coloring page and if you color it in and bring it to the box office you get a free ticket to a bubble senators game with the purchase of an adult's ticket um and i had said to ben like i really think we should put up the we'll put up the coloring things in Mm -hmm. the box office and I thought like it's it's a new program you know it's the kids like getting the coloring sheet home like I know how hard it is getting schoolwork home and then having to take it somewhere else like this is a big ask um and I think towards the end of the year I went down there and the whole back of the box office the whole wall is filled with these coloring sheets yeah and the box office staff are like this is phenomenal like and that was just like yeah it's working like Mm -hmm. that was just like one idea that he had um and all of the staff they've all had ideas like that where it's drastically changed you know the direction of the organization and added a level of organization that we really needed and that was one of the main reasons that we won uh an award for customer service excellence uh by the league this year yeah which was insane um and one of the other main things with that was our signing station so every game during the second intermission um and there's no no other team that does this in the nhl and the ahl there's no other team that does it um we have players that are not playing so they're either injured or they're just healthy scratch for that game 
they sit up uh, top in the north end, um, and for an entire intermission, they sign autographs. That's and so cool! I didn't know that. Yeah, it's know that like it's very cool. Like kids can line up, and kids start lining up like halfway through the first period. Like they're <sighs> oh like or like halfway through the second period. Like they're ready and they're super excited about it. And there's three professional hockey players who are on their way to the NHL or mm-hmm. you know down visiting, but from the NHL, and there you are getting to meet you know these heroes um and get pictures with them and they sign stuff for you and it's completely free Mm -hmm. um and uh when i was in hilton head island at the board of governors meeting we had the big gala and they're announcing all the awards and uh start talking about the customer service excellence award and i had no clue that we were gonna win that or anything (laughs) Like I'm just there. I was there for the for the food. Like yeah. I'm like sitting in the back, like with my friends. Like, yay! Like this is so great. Like we're just having a night out. Like it's like a week long conference, and mm-hmm. like here we are at the end. Like we made it. Um, and they start talking about the signing station, and I was pissed. I was like, who the f stole my idea? Started doing this? Like I there's no other teams to do this. Like that doesn't even make sense. Like who's doing this? I'm like starting to text my coworkers. Like do you know what other team is doing the signing station? Um and then all of a sudden like our logos up on the wall and I was like, it's us. Okay. Oh, no. And I like walk up there and the league exec like the president of the league, he's like, "So how how when did you realize that it was you?" that your team had won. I was like, well, I started to get really angry about the signing station. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, Brian, you're so funny. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm glad the crazy comes off. It's oh, yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. That's the goal. Um, yeah, I fired three people. <laughs> <laughs> just like, um, but no, like, it was, like, phenomenal, like, when mm-hmm. I got it, like, and uh, messaging all of our team, and I'm like, oh, my God, we won this award. Like, this is crazy. Um, and messaging, like, the auto executives, and they're all super excited. And it was just super fitting because yeah. that was where – we had invested so much of our time and energy into our community-based programming and for that to be recognized on a league level was pretty cool. Yeah, it's like it all actually worked. That's yeah. nice when you're like doing all this shit and you're like, I don't think this is actually doing And then finally it's like, yeah. oh, we did like, it. This we is coming together. together. Like, yeah. This is happening. Like, and I think sometimes too, it's like it takes a while. Like you... Mm-hmm. You put something out there and it's not like it's picked up right away and Mm -hmm. everything's great and everyone's super happy and you can see that like sometimes that happens but with this it was like we're still seeing the results of that project we um relaunch our school program uh very soon or last week i think um and so it's even bigger this year um we also launched a literacy program with all regional local libraries Oh, that's cool. Uh, called Belly's Book Club. Oh. Um, and it's adorable. And uh, it's, com- again, completely free. Um, you have to just go to your local library and sign up. Um, and uh, it really is. You get a reading log and all the materials and everything for it. Um, and then you take the reading log back to the library. And uh, they let us know the results. And then whoever reads the most gets tickets to a Belleville Senators game. That's Aww. so cute. Yeah, that's it comes cool. with a little bookmark. And <laughs> it's adorable. Like, like it's That's really, really cute. cute. Um, but yeah, that also is Ben's idea. <laughs> Go Ben. Okay, ben. Go Ben. Yeah. Like he's in. Like he's a rock star. Yeah, he is a total rock star. That's so cool. I think what I really love, I guess like the past couple of years I've really noticed it, is you guys are like really in the community yeah. and mm-hmm. like we're here. Yeah. And we're gonna be everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so cool. I find business and organizations or whatever that try to create the community 
around them, that's how you're successful. Like that's just like the only way because everyone will help everybody. And then, yeah. you know, just. Yeah, that was definitely what we found. Like I think when the Belva Senators first came to the Bay of Quinty, it was a lot of, you know, we're so close to the NHL, we're almost the NHL, and we're going to show you what you need from us, and we're going to show you what we need from you, and uh, it was a lot of, like, we're going to do this, and you're all going to be super excited about it, like, we're almost an NHL team, so, like, you have to just be grateful, Um, and that didn't go over super well (laughs) here. Shocking. Um, It's like... (laughs) like, you don't want, like, especially with... Like the Belleville Bulls, like it was yes. just the such Bulls were, they were a, a beloved part organization. Yeah, that leaving was them leaving was like devastating to a oh, lot yeah. of people, and then to come in a little bit guns blazing. It's like I get that you're excited, but yeah. people still want. And the I think other like thing. in the, yeah. in small towns, like hockey is huge yeah it's it's community community. kids live and breathe hockey parents live like you know when hockey season starting again like our co-workers or like oh yeah family friends no longer available no i'm like you're in hockey mode now you are gone all the time you are taking your kids to training at crazy times and you are hoping your kid makes it to the nhl that's all i I know there was this whole thing like we have to show them how different we are Mm -hmm. from the bulls because we're in the American Hockey League mm-hmm. and we're not in the OHL. And I think people were like, okay, we don't care. Yeah. You know, like, we just want you to be good people. Like, are you good people? Like, and I think that, yeah, it's important for people to learn about the American Hockey League for sure. It's, it's a super mm-hmm. important league, but it's a development league, you know, very similar to the OHL as a development league. Um, and that's something that I think we didn't need to be different than the bulls like the bulls were gone they mm-hmm. are gone yeah. um beautiful legacy phenomenal legacy that should be you know cherished and celebrated and and all of those great things um but we're not in place of the bulls we're different you know yeah. we're this yeah. next generation of hockey in the bay of quinty community um and and that's we're an american hockey league team and that's great um but yeah it was really and that was one of the big reasons we did um our bulls night last year that um, went over so well oh yeah that socials. was really cool it was super super cool um it was a whole process it was essentially david foot's baby i think like him and his wife had a baby and it was bulls night um and it went really well it was super cute um but no it was it was a lot we had you know had to find out who owned the logo and you know meet with them and and get them to give us permission to use the logo Mm -hmm. and um and then try and figure out okay how are we going to get alumni here how are we going to do all that kind of stuff and um i don't even think i really understood the impact of doing it um or what that was going to look like but being there on the night and you know we had the alumni parade and they all went across and they had their kids with them and I was like this is actually really cool because their kids never saw them play Mm -hmm. hockey Mm -hmm. like their kids have no concept of what a legend they are Mm -hmm. in this community but here they're getting to experience it with them Um, and it was just phenomenal like the overall like the the vibe I would say (laughs) is the vibe all the time but um, was so so great so positive so exciting um and then we were able to auction off the jerseys afterwards and raise money for the playing for keeps program through the children's foundation um and make a donation there to to children who are you know needing assistance in accessing equipment Mm -hmm. for sports um 
and that was the person who who owns the logo um former owner of the bulls uh that was what they had wanted was you know okay like i'm fine with giving you the logo but it has to be like you're not making money off of this and i was like we do not want to make money Mm -hmm. off this like um and we want to be able to donate it back and he's like okay either you know some type of minor hockey team and i was like you know doing it through the children's foundation that's a way that we can ensure that you know it's being spread where it needs to go and 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 that aligned with our um and then we were actually able to combine our 50 50 distributions uh to that and i think it was like over ten thousand dollars we were able to donate so that's amazing yeah it was phenomenal but just seeing like there was people who were at that game who they were like i've never like out of just like the principal i've never come to a bevel senators game and now i'm here and like oh yeah they're like oh i like <sighs> like it. i like Damn it, it. like you guys Classic. are doing it um and it is different like i think a lot of people are like well you know the bulls they used to be in our kids schools and they you know they walked in the santa claus parade and and you know they did a bunch of different things and and why can't you guys do that i said well you know these are professional athletes they're not kids mm-hmm. um they're yeah. professional athletes who are making you know money and they're here with their kids and their family and like their kids probably are going to your kids yeah. schools and you may not know that but uh we did actually get a couple of them to walk in the parades last year this year we're not gonna be able to because of our travel schedule but um but yeah it was it was it's crazy like there's actually someone i can't remember what his name is but he wrote his master's thesis on the bulls leaving belleville Stop it, really? yeah and on um on like what that does to a community mm-hmm. losing that person because we went actually, for a couple years without yeah, hockey, yeah and i think that was like a lot for the yeah. community yeah yeah so yeah it's pretty i remember when the sons were announced and there was like a whole thing at the mall. Yeah, I think that maybe it was the mascot reveal. I can't. It was the jersey. I think reveal. it was the jersey reveal. Yeah, yeah, and it was the mall. It was a huge deal, and I don't like. I was living here then. I don't even remember it at all. Like I was like, so funny. I have even memories of it because time. I had to run the live stream. Oh god! Oh, and yeah. I was so scared <laughs> because I yeah. was like, I this has to work. Yeah, and I'm gonna hope it works. Fingers crossed. It worked. I yeah. think. I don't remember. But I remember I got to hug you got Belly. Through. Oh, that's cool. So I mean, I feel I felt good about it afterwards. Yeah, there you go. How good do I become you. best friends with Belly? Um, it's super easy. Belly is the greatest mascot of all time. Like of all time. I don't care who you are. Uh-huh. I don't care what you do. What sports team you like? Have you like, met Gritty? I know, not the same. Um, <laughs> Who's Gritty? Gritty is the Philadelphia Flyers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know Gritty. You yeah. See, I know. To be fair, to be fair, outside of Belly, Gritty is my yeah. favorite mascot fair for enough. sure. Um, because he's a legend and everyone knows him. He's just and insane. Yeah, he's he is he is insane. Um, Can I be belly? You're probably tall enough. <laughs> That's the main thing is that belly is a big, he's non-gender tall. specific. Yeah, <laughs> they are. Yeah, they're they're a character. You yeah. Know? yeah, they're this big, fluffy. happy, joyful character. They really are. They yeah. do just a great job. Tall and yeah, fluffy, hype hype person. I just want to yeah. do the you know like that. The thing that Gritty does with like the little the belly. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You need someone to like, yeah, really just go ham. Yeah, we got really good. We started doing the Gritty Cam last year during games, <laughs> and when people would do the dance, the Gritty, and it was like hugely popular. Um, and then we had one kid who would be who like we had this video clip of him 
making this really inappropriate hand gesture um, who ended up being on the video board for an extended period of time because it was like one of those awkward like oh no is this actually it is okay and by now 30 seconds have passed and like and now we're moving on to something else but now this kid has been doing this for that entire period long. of time um, but yeah belly is the best I have worn the belly suit before. Oh, wow. Yeah. Was so, that good? No. So during the <laughs> pandemic, um, it was horrible. It was a horrible, horrible experience. I fell down the stairs um, of my own home. Um, oh, you were wearing it in your home? You yeah. So home? I brought belly home. Because it was like during the panorama when the like drive-by birthday parties were mm. a thing. Oh, yeah. And my son was like, why does belly, like, where's belly? Like, where's, what's Belly doing this summer? And and I was like, whoa, I don't know. Maybe we'll see if he'll come to your friend's birthday party. And I'm, like, trying to, like, cheer up all the friends in my, like, little kids in my neighborhood. And I was like, you know, like, what's it, how hard can it be? Like, you just put the suit on, you walk around. Um, So I did. I put it on. We have, like, a pool house behind our house. And so I got dressed in there and, like, came out. And the kids are all going crazy. Like, they're so excited about it. And I, like, walked up the stairs to, like, ring my doorbell. Like, all the neighborhood kids are outside. Ring my doorbell. My son comes out. He's, like, losing his mind. And then I went to walk down the stairs and just, like, complete tumble down the stairs. Nice. I had no concept of what was going on. Mm -hmm. And I think I wore it for five minutes. Knew it was not for me. Um packed it back up and the actual mascot performer picked it up from my house and was like I'm gonna take this over <laughs> like you're not doing this, this anymore I'm done. yeah and I was like wow. fair fair that's a that's a vibe yeah um we clearly know you are an insane worker because from horse dancer to forever 21 aeropostal to, to belly belly yeah and you're a mom dog mom human mom how do you balance it all Ugh. Well, the dogs, I don't walk them. Um, so we have a big backyard. And so they just, like, frolic. Um, and two of them are toy poodles. So oh, they don't so really need chilling. exercise yeah. anyways. Um, and the other one's older. So he's fine. Um, so that saved me some time. <laughs> um, Basics. Get a yard. Yeah, like, get a yard. Fence it in. Let them uh, run. You can have yeah. as many animals as you want at that point. Um, but, yeah, no. So my husband is in the process of medically releasing from the military. Okay. And uh, and so he's been in that process for the last couple of years. Um, and so he is the primary, like, parent at home, mm-hmm. essentially. Um, like and a dad. Yeah, so he's a stay-at-home Love dad, that. pretty much. So, yeah, it's basically I've – time management is super key for me. Time blocking, like, I schedule everything in my Outlook calendar. Oh, wow. Um, including, like, lunch with friends or, like, an evening out, like, going to Same. the gymnasium. Like, everything has to be – if it's not in there, like, it doesn't happen and I'm sitting at home. Like, it's – or if you don't remind me, like, it's not, it's a zero percent chance. And, uh, I think a lot of my friends are used to me being like this. Like it's horse girl energy. Yeah. Yeah, It's horse girl energy. And I say like, um, organization. Yeah. Like I'm like, you know, I'm like, you know, it's going to calm down eventually. And all my friends are like, okay, that's never going to happen. Like you have always been like this. Like when I was working, uh, for the fertility organization, I was probably traveling like one week out of every month and um, I went back to work when my when my youngest was six weeks old Um, like (laughs) in Canada where we have 
paid yeah. maternity leave, I was like, not for me. Like, yeah. I'm good. Um, I had him in like a little carrier. Like, and then once he was old enough that he couldn't be in the carrier anymore, I was like, and now I get a nanny. Like, I, there's no <laughs> other option here. Um, but yeah, so I think people are used to it with me. But a lot of it is just like time blocking, scheduling, prioritizing things. Um, I'm like the manager of our family. Um, so I plan like our weekends, any time off, uh, which my husband thinks is really great. You know, no one, no one loves being told what to do, um, (laughs) more than my, my husband for sure. Um, I'm like, we're 15 minutes go time. Like, let's roll. Like, are they dressed? What's happening? I can't find my shirt. When did what? Okay. Perfect. Like, um, but yeah, yeah, it's like mom life. It's yeah, it's pretty hectic, especially during the season. Um, yeah, because I'll be at work from nine a.m. through till probably eleven p.m. Shit, yeah, doing the damn thing. Yeah, I'm just like in you're killing awe it though. Of your, like yeah, it's the, very like I wish I'm, using, I'm doing a hand motion, but yeah, she's doing it. But like, like I. I would love experience. to be that organized. Maybe I try and schedule, but the ADHD gets the best of me. Mm. And then I'm like, what time is it? Where am I supposed to be? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I told Kelly and Sam Foley that we were going to have lunch after Kelly's interview last week. Did I put it in my schedule or in my calendar? No. Did I forget? Absolutely. Did they go to lunch? No. No one went none to of, lunch. None of us went to lunch. She's like, it's fine. I just got back from Italy anyway. Oh, I was like, Sam Foley is my favorite. I love her. She's the best. I have lunch with her on Thursday. Oh. Yeah. In your calendar, I'm assuming. Yes. Oh, 100% yeah. of it. I feel like I put a lot of my stuff, like, because we have a shared calendar, which yeah. is helpful because then I know, like, what she's doing. Yeah. But, yeah, it's like, yeah. I'm like, if I don't put it in there, but I don't put everything in. Maybe I have to start putting everything I put in. everything, everything in the in. calendar now. Yeah. Well, okay. I have, like, the iPhone calendar. Yeah. That's for, like, kid stuff. And then I have, like, our shared calendar for, like, work, babes. Mm-hmm. Therapy. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, therapy is huge. Yeah, therapy. Yeah. <laughs> Keeping me going. <laughs> prioritize that, that for therapy sure. Therapy on Thursday. Here it's in the calendar. Yeah. That one oh, I can't yeah. forget. Um, that was great. Did we forget anything? Do you want to give any shout outs? Oh, anything at all? I have a spicy question. Oh, go for I it. I want to know who your favorite player is. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Um, hmm. Are we allowed to create like inter team drama? I would say like overall, like every player is my favorite um that's so wholesome yeah just because they're all they're all working so hard and they're mm-hmm. all working at this really high level to do something really great that they've been dreaming of their entire lives that you know their families have sacrificed for that they've sacrificed for and being able to be part of that like there's not that many people that make it into the nhl and getting to know a player over the years and then seeing them get there and know that you know, that's their dream. Like mm-hmm. these little kids, you know, running around at BMHA and playing in AAA and, and all that kind of stuff. You know, one of those kids is going to be in the NHL. And, yeah. And, you know, to get to be part of that is such a privilege for sure. Oh, God, that's, <laughs> that's so such sweet. a nice place. I'm ending it there. Are we good with that? That's that was so great wholesome. way to end it. <laughs> that was amazing. Horse dancing. That's all I'm going to say. Horse dancing. Who would have known? I think it's hilarious. And now I'm going to watch it at the Olympics just <laughs> because I need to see how, like, the professional level of horse dancing. Horse dancing. It's so and be wild. like, I know someone who almost got there. <laughs> so close. So close. Um, no, it, it was a good episode. She was on our hit list, too, from. Day one. Like, we had that whiteboard, which now has other things on it, but we had 
And I'm really proud of us because we've gotten a lot of people. We have gotten a ton of I people. I think from most the of them. Almost. We still need Adam and Laura Tilly. Working on it. From the break room. We almost had them. Busy, though. Busy, busy. Busy, busy life Just, is yeah. busy life. Um, I got it. It's okay. You're still on our hit list, though. Yeah, we're coming for you. No, so I was really happy she came. And mm-hmm. I don't know. She said when the B-Send season kickoff. I'm not sure when it is, but... It's in my email somewhere for sure because we have a 95.5 Hits FM night. and October 28th. And a cool 100 night. So there's like a night. It's like a 90s themed. Are they doing that again? Yeah. Oh, cool. So if you, I think you like can dress up and stuff. Yeah, they're both Saturday games. games. Yes, they are. Yeah, we usually do an intermission game. So come on out and come hang hang out. Hang. Meet the on airs. Yeah. They're cool. I like them. Yeah. We work with them. Yeah, no, they're great. Um, I have no complaints. And just the initiatives that the B, uh, like the BSEN staff have created in the community. I think it's just their involvement in the community is so lovely. Their care towards kids. That's great. Belly's just an MVP. They were behind us in the Pride Parade. It was lovely. Loved Belly it. was just supporting the gays. I loved it. So Belly loves the gays. Obviously. Love love that. <laughs> love it. Um, so I don't. We don't know what's going to be happening in a week from now. No, but I mean, it's going to be fun. Yeah, we're going to be, I'll be in France, you'll be here, we'll still be talking every day because we're in a... No, so that's the thing is I think you need to like cut yourself off. I don't love that idea. I don't love the idea. Can it just be a friend? Like it doesn't have to be about work. We can be friends. (laughs) (laughs) I am the third in your relationship. I know. I was like, oh, I'm going out for dinner tonight and Kay's going to be there. And Jeanette's like, I get jealous when you're just going out with Kay. Because I think she Aww. wants to go out with you too. So, well, I did take her on a date. You did. I'll take her on another date. Yeah, do it. Well, that we'll hang help. out more when I get back. Yeah, when well, we get back, we go to Dairy Queen. She loves Dairy Queen. That's what I'm saying. It's like I know she likes Dairy Queen. Bitches so. love blizzards. <laughs> oh, blizzard. Uh, and should we try and do snaps for this week? Like I know we're in a time machine. Um, snaps to you for being a total boss bitch, and being able to put together all of these episodes before you left fingers crossed and to being able to professionally accomplish uh certain things that you weren't that you had been working on for a very long time i can't say what it is but like i know there's been a couple projects that you've been long gaming thank you and they're finally coming to a a solution not a solution a head I hate that, but it sounds like a pimple, it, yeah, and it's about to pop. But like, uh, this but is we're a, doing it. It's a good one, mm-hmm. and I'm just really proud of you. I giggled because as soon as I said snaps, I was gonna give you snaps for covering my butt when I was gone, <laughs> and just kicking butt at work. And um, you just got on with I forget what it's called, but like a mentor Monday girl, Monday girl. So you um, applied and got on, and yeah. are gonna. You're just constantly elevating your career and your education, and I find it very inspiring. Oh, thank and you. your graphic design is insane. Thank you. Um, so again, thank you for covering my butt when I'm gone. I just, yeah, I just, I, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Snaps to you. Snaps to us. <laughs> we never do that. The Babies of Quinny podcast is recorded and produced at Starboard Communications, home of 95.5 Hits FM, Cool 100, and Inquinty.ca.